89.9 KMOJ FM and KMOJ HD1 Minneapolis St. Paul. Bringing unity to the community. 89.9 KMOJ, the people's station. Welcome to Four Opinions. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or board of directors of KMOJ. Are you ready to have some real convo? Get down to it and talk about real topics? I mean, opinions are like, tune into our live podcast talk show, The Four Opinions, with your host, on-air personality, creator and CEO, Tiffany Love, featuring the legendary Walter Q. Bear Banks with empowerment life coach, L.R. Wilson, Mr. Thomas Berry, every Saturday at 8 a.m. on 89.9 KMOJ. Get it up and get it in it in it, man. Hey, man, you not, <laughs> hey, hey, Q, you not show up to our club. You know, business in it, want to do it, want to do it right. Come and on, you, and you gotta get it. Come and you're gonna be my hype man, right? No, nowhere. I'll be your hype man. Go for it. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Rap, go rap, rap. No, I'm not doing rap. that. Y'all are so irritating. Good morning. Yeah, come on. Y'all already know. Oh, my goodness. Today is Saturday morning. What's What's the date? Today is Saturday August morning. 12th. Oh, August 12th. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And y'all know I'm here with these two men, and uh, today is going to be a day. Every time my people are not here, I feel like I'm just being overtaketh by the mentheth. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, you guys, take down this number, 612-377-3456. Get up, get up. If I, I'm up. You up? I made it on time. On time. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna need everybody to take down the number today, man. August fifth. How many days away? We are seven days away. That was from seven. <laughs> that was seven days ago. Shout out to my cousin Earl. It was his birthday, August fifth. Oh, man, a, a natural, a national holiday. Was it? Yeah. Why was it? I don't know. You know, <laughs> we wanted to get on the mic. Like we was calling each other. Like, man, I wish we could have went live that day. Okay. I feel you. August fifth. So 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 August fifth. Okay, we had the incident. Well, okay, all right. <laughs> Talking about down in Alabama, Alabama, right? Mom, Montgomery, right, Montgomery, right, right. Alabama, man. Okay, yeah. We had to get on. Y'all know we had to talk about it, and we for. I wanted. Oh my lord! I just was like I cannot wait to see what the other part of the world, what everybody else was thinking about it. So right. Um, so that's what we're going to kind of break down today. We got a couple of hot topics. Um, I know you, you posted something on Facebook. Want to kind of dig into that. But first of all, and Q Bear, I wanted to call you because I'm like, I really wanted to know how you felt about this Montgomery ball for those who don't have social media, because we do have audience members that do not have social media. You oh, no, they saw it on the news, man. We, we oh yeah, that's about, true. They saw it on the news, you know, that the, the brawl. At the you know riverboat on the Ooh. docks in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, uh, August fifth yeah. last week. I mean, y'all saw that brother out there wheeling that chair. We're calling that now charity. <laughs> he was giving out charity. And we uh, wait, wait. These and our opinions are what not of KMOJs, and we do not conduct. Uh, con- uh, what is it? No, nah, we, we gonna skip all that. Nah, they already gave uh, that. Could, the yeah, we it, know. Non-violent, non-violent. The views and opinions expressed on 89.9 oh. KMOJ that we have it on this show does not represent KMOJ itself at go. large. There we go. But I'm not mad at Hey, listen. Yeah. I, listen. I, I, hey, Q. I, I don't care if it, if it doesn't reflect the views and opinions. I'm just happy that our folks stood up for each other. Yeah. Shout out to that 16-year-old brother who swam across. Mm-hmm. Y'all calling his brother's name out. I, let, I'm going to talk about that, too, because a lot of y'all is out here snitching, too. Let, uh, let's, oh, yeah. Let, let's let's chill. About that too. Let's chill, because a lot of the people that's reposting these videos, that's doing all of this, y'all do realize that they are they do got some um, warrants out for some of these folks that mm-hmm. look like us. And I hope y'all got y'all bail money ready as oh. much as y'all sharing. So don't but, be saying people's names. But, let's yeah, they did actually. Actually, that was the first thing that our people did. That was kind of amazing to me yeah. to see that our people had started a fund um, for, for, for no, <laughs> they started a man. fund to get everybody out of uh, jail or whatever. So, it, of course, as of today, 13 individuals have been arrested. But, you know, um, have they been released? Yeah, paid and released. They got enough money to do so. And also the little boy, they have a uh, fund for him as nope. well. But nope. it was so fun. It was just so much to unwrap. In that video, was it? Yeah, I mean, like if you keep if you keep watching it, it's like, damn, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? You know, it's like. (laughs) But see, that's one of the things that when it comes to a lot of the different 
lineups when they show evidence of situation. Yeah. Right. And you see somebody and they send out a clip, but it's an edited clip. You don't see the full extent of what happened, how things started, how it ended, what was the, that was in between. Right. Because, you know, it's it's like then you expected to believe what you've seen in the glimpse of your eyes in that short period of time. So let's look at how did it start? What was the beginning of this thing? And then, then besides that, my thing, because you asked me early on, is 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 wrong all the way around the block. Mm. For them, for them, them young white cats that believe that they could just walk up on somebody and and punch them and and do. There's something in society that tells them that that's okay. We or told something them. in it. Yeah, we we told them honestly. Yeah. We told and, them. And, and, and in an extent, I agree. And we can break that down too. But but the thing is, is the whole problem with that is. Is that a lot of times we see stuff like that and we don't step up and step in and help to rectify the problem of the situation. Facts. And so when it happens like that, then it creates a culture that tells everybody else that we can say this. That's why there's this thing like even the shirt you got on the day with Becky across the front. Mm. It, 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 it's that it's that thing. It don't say Becky. It say I wish a Karen would. That's well, what my shirt says today. That's why I wore it today. What's, what's the difference between Karen and Becky? <laughs> well, I wish. Oh man, would. Twitter tw- Twitter said the name was Karen. Right. You know, and, and see, and, and and the names change, but the color stays the same Facts. because right. of the situation. Facts. So we can jump into it whichever angle y'all want to go at it. I'm going to hit these buttons on this side, but I got a whole lot to say. Yeah, yeah. Call in. Call in six one two three seven seven three four five six. I'm I'm gonna be real, man. I was. I grew up in that environment back home in South Bend, Indiana. White people are really that racist back home or they used to be. So you would always catch brawls between black people and white people all the time when I was growing up as a kid. I came to Minnesota, man, and I noticed that black folks here, a little bit super friendly. And I don't think that that situation that happened in Alabama, that brother would have got that assistance here. I think he would have got whopped. Mm. And I could tell you by what I see people post online. I could tell you by what I even seen from some of the people in the peers. Thank God that the people, the staff joined in to help and the elders on the far end and them other young men came because before they came, it was a lot of our folks who could have came down and started helping that the people that was recording. If you really go back and watch the video, a lot of our folks sat there <laughs> who was close enough that was watching. They could have got out there and joined into that fight. And so I, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that that was rectified by our folks. I'm glad that we stepped up, but we got we we really got and a large coward culture. And I was I was like I was tripping out because I'm like yeah they were coming off the uh, riverboat and I was like you know we have our riverboat uh, events it'd be like nice so you are, <laughs> so you already feeling good and you looking at something like what the what the heck is going on but uh, yeah we got a caller coming in we got a call already so you better come in talking crook and, and don't be long winded today we 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 cutting rise and fly today what's up <laughs> oh lord go ahead. call go ahead. Okay, so yeah, let's get back to so the the call uh, we got a caller coming in. We will just wait till he can get he or she can get online. But so they like you said they were saying the name. He was a fifty six year old captain, co captain of uh, Harriet Lane. So initially, and this you know what another thing when I broke it down to, I was like they had done that before. Yeah, everybody was saying that same thing. Us as a culture, like it has been so many times before that you know you can't tell me. And everybody was like, it was a boat, no, it was a pontoon. She said, and, uh, culture <laughs> and police killer chasers. I, I, Angela, I don't even know what that's about, the police killer chasers. Uh, but, yeah, so he, so everybody was pretty much saying that um, this has happened before. Yeah. And just on this particular day, like, it was like the tolerance level was like zero. And then I was like, and when I seen initially when he first hit him. Yeah. And I and then I was mad too because they was like when he threw up the hat they was like that's a Batman sign like that ain't no Batman sign let's get a somebody else we gonna call on somebody else because they still gave it to like Batman like no nah, I'll put another see, did you hear when they was like yeah but I mean but that, that that's kind of like, like you know everybody's like speaking. trying to be funny yeah you know, nah. whatever caller what's up uh, hey listen uh, if you don't start a fight there is no fight if you don't start something there won't be nothing the other thing is uh. They're not talking about what happened in Forest Lake uh, when the uh, uh, the guy hit the girl on purpose with the car in Forest Lake and killed the young girl. So it goes on for the wrong. It was a Forest Lake, Minnesota ball, and uh, that was somebody died. So talk about speak on that too. Things are going on out here. 
with these folks with the social media uh, induced stuff. Now, this stuff been going on forever, but now it seems that we're going backwards due to uh, all of this uh, uh, stuff that's going on that's influencing these folks. So speak on that, please. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. And I, I think part of it is because we've never been as divided as we are now. And really what it is is, honestly, and I say this all the time, especially here in the Twin Cities, that 501c3 culture, black folks fight each other for money all the time. Right. And then so you don't have that togetherness. Right. I would say 20, 30 years ago, we had more togetherness in the Twin Cities than ever before. But when everybody started getting employed by the 501c3 culture, everybody is on the on the other sides. People beefing with each other based off of money. And there is a lot of things that happen here. A lot of a lot of racial things happen here that we do not talk about. But I want to say this, Tiffany, what happened the day before there on August 4th, there was a Trump rally at that same pier. Mm. So a lot of folks don't know that 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 that's what was going on. And by the way, those same folks that were on that boat, those people own stores. They own other businesses inside of that town. Mm. So these these weren't just poor white folks. These are white folks that are affluent, have money, etc. And all the brother was trying to do, he was doing his job. He was trying to bring the steamboat in to park where it's supposed to be. And he was asking them to move their plan too. He asked enough times. They weren't there. Okay, so I'm going to move it up a little bit so we can get this boat in. They had no right to put their hands on a brother. But I will say a lot of it is because people sit and watch us fight each other so much that they don't see us fighting against them as much. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I'll tell you, it's going to be somebody that's going to take a look at what happened on on uh, last week, and they're going to break down why we're wrong or why they're wrong <laughs> for fighting against them on the Western name, and they're going to say, but you ain't fighting the people that's shooting in your neighborhood like that. It's going to always be that person. Right, because they got something to go back on. But that's yeah. for me, I just think that it wasn't a point of like them. It's just you cannot tell me what to do. It, it just it's just bottom line like that and now you know i was having a discussion with someone they was like they never have if you ever go back and just think about it and it's just my personal opinion do they ever ask you anything like somebody you know pointed it out to me and i was like oh my god they never ask they always tell so when somebody is asked we are taught manners they are not taught manners you get what i'm saying we were taught to to say things like can you will you please thank you excuse right. me all these things because of a certain way that we had to right. have an approach right and when we was talking about that we was just in conversation over coffee yeah. and i was like that is kind of true like when you go over your life and just think about all your interactions with the, the other race that they never ask it's always tell right because so you having yeah. somebody like you you doing your thing they was everybody was heavily intoxicated we got we got to remember the throw that in there too and somebody telling you to do something right which is abnormal like you are the help okay you are the worker so you cannot and this I'm, we just making up our own scenarios right. but it's always like you cannot tell them to do anything no 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 here no no you can't tell them what to do right but i'm saying uh, 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 but how they've been raised well, that well, you cannot i, I think a lot I of got it, another point on that i, I, I would tell you if, if if the situation would have started off with that co-captain because that's who he was right if, if that co-captain would have been there with five other brothers, they wouldn't have walked up and did any of that. Mm, they never do. I don't yeah. know. I, listen. They, I think they would have. No, they packed him out. Q, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. They only act about. the way they, and, and this is the one thing, this is why I say how we move in society is so different. Yep. I've seen when it's five on five, our five versus their five, there's never no conflict. Any brother out there who think different, you, you give me a time when it's been even, and they've done that. They typically like to pack us out. That's what lynchings was all about. There was no lynchings when the numbers were even. When everybody got equal amount of weapons, they're not running up doing anything. They've never been doing that. They talk to us in a manner when we're in a situation when it's the majority of them and the less of us. We keep putting ourselves in those situations. Now, I'm not saying he did because, honestly, he was in the right. That's the first thing. The second thing is that they were drunk, true indeed, but that's what they believed. Yeah, that, that's what they believe. And that's what I was saying. It was like for me when you just said that. For me, I will I will be on the opposite side of that because I'm just like even if we go back to the lynching and you know how I be feeling going all the way back there. But no, because lynching still happened, right? Yeah. But and I get it. But in the, at the same time, it was still it, we still when they had them on the boats, it still they were outnumbered. So no. it's like for me, it's just the authority piece. That's but, just my opinion. I think it's just the authority piece that is it's still. But, I don't care if it's a hundred of us that you cannot tell me what to do. But Tiff, but who was outnumbered? Tiff, 
Tiff. Who I, was outnumbered? Yeah, you said somebody was outnumbered. No, no. Uh, no, because Thomas was just saying that at the end of the day that they just, they they always seem to, you know, push the button or, or push the motive when it's more of them than, uh, well, if it's, if it's not equal. And you say, yeah. And I just said, I think about, he said, just like when it was lynching. I'm like, wait a minute. Back in the day, they had boatloads of us on a boat but Tiff, and did what they wanted to but, do. But and it was Tiff, only like 10 of them. So let me let me break it's that just, down. They, they're yeah, just their yeah, authority. But, but, but you try to simplify. You got a boat full of people that speak different languages. Languages that don't even communicate with each other. That's a lot different than everybody on the ship talking the but same thing. Everybody language. was the same color. No, it doesn't matter if you're the same color. Some of those folks had beef with each other. That's the other thing about what we have in our community now. All that beef in same situations. So if black folks could come together today if they wanted to, but no, everybody got a difference. Like I said, somebody's gonna come and say, Oh, it's a problem. Because y'all focus on fighting these people, but you're not worried about schools or you're not worried about this. And it's like, no, nah, they, they did. They they tackled the task that was in front of them. Mm -hmm. And I would say kudos to them. And I want to give a shout out to those boomers. I, I want to give a shout out to those boomers that was out. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, wait. Because, because, yeah, the because, because, because the elders stepped up and they scrapped. I'm going to say Generation X on back. We got to get it together. Because I'm not I'm not pleased with the idea of watching us, watching them, them brothers fight, filming, being close enough. If you go back to the original film, you can see people could have ran down that ramp and interceded earlier before the other brothers came down. Y'all was up there hobnobbing with the white folks that was next to you. I saw the video. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the problem in our community. We'll literally watch what's happening and what's going on wrong and not intercede. I do want us to start making sure that we are our brothers and our sisters keepers. We, we always want someone to look out for us. But when it's our turn to look out for other people, can you put that dang phone down? <laughs> stop trying to make your, your poor business decisions and just intercede. You know, well, for me, you know, being that and, you know, I almost said it because they said so frequently the uprising of George Floyd, uh, the murder of George Floyd when we was doing all the protesting and, you know, out there and for those many, many weeks. When we was going through the traumatic, uh, you know, sessions and all that stuff with that. Um, for me, I was like, I was out there. And I did not see any older people out there. Like, I probably, you know, it's just a handful of us. And I remember I used to go live and, you know, I went through my little mental health stuff, my PTSD with that. And I was always shouting out the millennials because th those were the ones that were showing up at 5 a.m. When I was out there at 3, 2, whatever, they were out there. And whatever they were doing to get the results of whatever happened, I was impressed. And I was like, you know, I'm looking like, where's everybody like I age? Like we out here, you know. But for me, when I watched that, that incident on live or whatever or on the videos, I was like, a shout out to the older people because finally it seemed like we were more uh, 40 plus 50 plus that we are more quiet and we was allowing the millennials to handle everything yet we were talking about their behavior but yet and still when george floyd happened i did not i'm gonna say personally because i was out there so i could speak about it i did not see no 50 60 year olds out there getting it in with us walking and uh, you well, know they, getting well, it in. but oh, when i watched this video and I, and I hate to say it, it was just such a gratification just to see the older yeah. uh, people out there as well. Because the, the young guy, he was 16, that came over to do that. He had, a, you know, a certain feeling to go and, you know, swim across. Say this race but, that way. Right. But at the other, the other day, at the other, um, to say it on the other end, it was nice to see the older people out there too. Everybody was putting in work. It was no age limit. Tiff, let me give you some life game about the Twin oh, Cities. No. We ain't talking about the Twin Cities. No, We're no. talking about Alabama. No, because in 1994, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Q, it was a there was a massive fight over here right off of Plymouth when a young man, I think he was a pal, got shot by a man, and they whooped the Care 11 woman and the whole news crew right there on TV, and they went and tore downtown up. So I'm just giving you some life game. Mm -hmm. Generation X. Mm. Uh, also, go back to 2000, 2001. When the police shot at a dog and ended up hit a baby, it was the Powell family once again who whooped the police, who burnt the police car, who burnt the bus, and et cetera. And they did their thing as a, as a hold off. I think sometimes what we kind of mi we mix up is people's absence compared to what it is. I don't think with the well, floor. Well, you can if you're out because, there. Because I was out. Because I ain't seen no. Well, well, I, was, I know I, us. Well, yeah. Well, well, hold on. I was out in the Floyd situation with, with my with my guys then riding around with guns and nobody knew. And we were out there at night getting into it with the same folks that everybody else was quietly in cahoots with. 
So I look at it uh, from a different angle because that was a false flag. Uh, and, and really, the uprising was incited by white antagonist groups that knew exactly how to infiltrate. Right, right, right. So that's something a little bit different. And I don't want to I don't want to change from what happened inside of Mon- uh, Montgomery. I think what you saw from a lot of those elders, is those are people that have been putting up with that for a while. And they've already been groomed for that. And, and I and I don't think, you know, I think it's about proximity. I think if you put something in somebody's face and you show us that you're going to disrespect us in that way, people are going to show up and they're going to they're going to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, even the elders, they weren't fighting no young folks. They was fighting some folks their age. The brother that was hitting them people with the chair, those were white folks that was his age. Right. And so I want to make sure uh, I, I definitely want to make sure that we, we keep that in mind. The other thing that I want to say, too, is. That has to become the trend. Like, we have to not just take it as that moment. And we got to really start it. It doesn't have to be physical. But we have to start really interceding in things as well as making sure we're looking out for each other. Because that's that's our duty as a people. Right. It used to be that way. It, it used to be that way, honestly, where people wouldn't. If a man saw you getting jumped on by your guy. He'll at least step in, even if he ain't trying to get in the middle of y'all business. He will say, hey, man, sister, you all right? Hey, brother, take that elsewhere. Why are you trying to go to jail? Try to talk some common sense right, into him true. to intercede. Now people watch stuff, and they'd rather pull out their phone and well, video you, say that. <laughs> talk bad about you, or just watch, and then go tell somebody what they saw. So I I, I just, for me, it got my, I ain't going to, hey, listen. <laughs> It reminded me so much of my family. My cousin's going to get mad when I tell this story. So I got my cousin, my, my big cousin, my oldest cousin, Diane. Shout out to you. Don't be mad at me. Uh, so we went to my aunt, her mother's uh, wedding right. in Wisconsin. Mm. This white lady inside of the establishment we were at put her hands on my, on my uh, cousin, Brianna, Diane's daughter. My cousin, Diane, is a principal, very established, very educated well-mannered, et cetera, Christian woman. Right. <laughs> Pastor on top of that. Don't be mad at me, cuz. Bad Q, Tiff, I've never seen a black person throw water and slap a person at the same time so swift. <laughs> and the whole family was ready to converge and whoop every white person inside of that bar. I'm just telling y'all, I'm so used to it that when I saw it, I was like, oh, we back to being us. Mm. It was almost like a revival. You get what I'm saying, Q. I, man, I, I fully understand. And that and that's one of the things is 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 when you look at yesterday and today. And I know a lot of people say, Oh, I don't want to go back to yesterday because yesterday was not as good as it is as they got it today mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of the systems and all of the stuff right. that is there. But then there's a thing of camouflage mm-hmm. that I always talk about where the system hides a whole lot. Yeah. That you get caught yourself in traffic. Right. Then all of a sudden you try to figure out how to backpedal out of it. Back then, you could walk into a, to a space and a place and tell if they didn't like you. Because it was a feeling. But it was a culture of a feeling that they just uh, they just did not like the color of your skin. Right. Today's time, when they talk about, um, you know, the Ku Klux Klan and this and that and whatever, I don't care who they talk about. Disrespect is disrespect regardless right. of what color. But then at the same time, it, they change from the sheets and over their head right. to the suits and the ties. Right. That's the only thing that changed in that. Their mindset in, within themselves has not changed. But, but they're running some of these majors that it, when you go and you feel. You turn your mic up. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But when, but when you go and you, and, you, and you go into it and you fill out for that job, and then all of a sudden you start feeling that, that you feel displaced or out of place, there's a reason for that. If you didn't do something that caused yourself to be feeling out of place. And that's that hidden culture that exists mm-hmm. that, that a lot of people don't don't talk about. Facts. Now, when we look at, at, at that boat and all that stuff going on, them cats them, that was in the pontoon was flat out wrong or whatever size boat that they had on. Because right. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen different parts and everything. You keep seeing all these different clips. But for them to think. That they could just walk up on this dude and do what they did, they out of pocket. But then also to find out later on that there was the the um um 
president or ex-president 45 was there yeah. the day before they already had the creates energy. an atmosphere of, what, the of what was there yeah and so so with that <clears throat> it creates another problem yeah no no but, but at the but at the same time if you if you keep laying down they're gonna keep walking on you and over facts. you facts so if you stand up for what you believe in then it makes them harder yeah it makes it harder for them to do what they do yeah. And I'm not and I'm not saying that I want to see more film footage of fights and this and that and whatever. No. I just want to see less of disrespect. Right. And that's and that and that's really what it is. Give us a call, 612-377-3456. I was super excited to hear what everybody had to say this morning yeah. about I how they felt. Hold on, when they call in, we just want to know, are you going to fight or are you going to film? Oh. That, that's all you, that, that's, so, because we want you to call in with something like 612-377-3456. Are you going to fight or are you going to film? Because that's the question you need to start asking your friends when y'all get in the car. Like, if this goes, like, back in the day, you knew. Like, yo, if I go with so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, we, know, so, we know somebody going to film. Hey, no, but at no, the end no, of the no, day, no. you can't. Oh, we gotta call. We gotta call. Go ahead, call. <laughs> Somebody filming they snitch. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Q and the rest of the crew. Hey, My gang. name is Jackie. I usually walk and talk with y'all. Oh, good morning, I'm Jackie. I'm not walking today. Oh. But um, no, I broke my foot. Oh, <laughs> you get well to our well. faithful caller. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still listening. But okay. anyway, I'm seventy. I'm seventy-two years old, and the comment that you guys were making about you know you worried about not worried so much, but you noticed that um, this older or senior black generation doesn't generally come out. And I have to kind of tell you this, that was Tiffany, Jackie. That wasn't me. Okay, it was, <laughs> we, we, you have to realize that we've been marching and fighting since the 50s. I'm 72 years old. I've been marching and fighting a long time. And it's like every generation has to have its battles and its fights. And now y'all got to pick up the ball and keep it rolling because we continuing to have to fight for everything, for respect, for, for economic conditions, etc. So it's not that we don't show up. We've been showing up for 50 years. Y'all just don't, wasn't there. But right. we was there. Right. We've been fighting, marching, and everything for a long time. My parents marched with King and stuff back in the 40s and 50s, and then I started marching with my parents and fighting in the in the 60s and 70s. So we've been fighting a long right. time. So we know what it's like. We know what it's like. We know what it's all about. We definitely going to show up when we can. But a lot of times, we are just not at that point at that time. But we there. We there. If nothing else, we are in spirit. We're going to fight with you. Yeah, thank you so much, Jackie. And see, here's the thing about that. The reason why I was saying is because at one point, because, you know, we've been doing this thing for a long time. We just on air now. But we used to have so many complaints about the older generation having so much to say about Generation uh, X or what, the millennials or whatever. Like it was because of their behaviors, because of the aggressiveness, because they are addressing things right away. So that's that was my problem because when it got time for the, I'm, I'm the murder of George Floyd, those were the ones that was out there with all the aggressiveness, at that point, they needed them to be there to do all that. But yeah, so it was like a catch twenty two. Like, don't tell them that they can't be aggressive and doing this and talking. About all they need to, they ain't got no sense. They, yeah. you know, how much complaining be going on about yeah. their behavior. But yet, and still, it was okay for the uprising. You I, know I, what I'm, I mean? I'm gonna I'm I'm speak to that, but let's hear what this caller got to okay. say. Okay. Am I on? Go ahead. Go on. Uh, what's going on, Universal Sam? Y'all know this is O, and the question that Thomas asked earlier is if you are uh, you filming or you're fighting. I'm not filming, I'm fighting. I'm definitely fighting. I'm I'm glad to see I, I was glad to see what I saw in Montgomery. Um I was in other situations. <laughs> I, I'm glad to see what I saw in other places. Uh, it's about time black folks got up. Uh society wants us to be passive. So to get up and fight is is definitely within my nature. That's what my family does, that's what I would do in that scenario. Thank you, O, for calling in. That's somebody from right Mississippi. On. No, he's from Alabama. He uh, lived in Alabama, okay, yeah, Georgia. I, I heard that. I mean, he's from Minnesota, but he, but, but he lived in Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Graduated from Troy University, uh, and in, in, in the Georgia boy. So yeah, he know exactly about all that. So that's uh, thank you for calling in. Oh, so that's what I was saying to Jackie. Like I understand you guys did put in the work. All I was another caller. Okay, caller. I was just let me finish this. The thing that I was just saying that you know it was a lot when it was like jumping on the millennials, telling them that they they behavior and everything, putting them on the, like an outcast. But they showed up. So I'm about to. I'm about, uh, so I'm about to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond to that after the caller. All right, go ahead, caller. Hi, good morning, KMOJ, the People Station. Hey, listen here. I'm a fight. 
Well, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. Uh-oh. I've been going to a nail shop. I've been going to this uh, Daisy nail shop on East Lake Street Uh-oh. for quite some time now. I've been sick with my illness for three years. I have a skin disease, but I have three skin diseases. I caught it behind a surgery that went wrong uh, three years ago over at the U of M, right? Listen to this. She told me that she could not do my nails yesterday, but I had called in and, you know, because I like to schedule things, you know? Mm-hmm. I scheduled an appointment with them. She said, be about three. I was there at 2.58, and I let them know that I was there, and she says, have a seat, we'll get to you. Have a seat, we'll get to you. But I've been watching, like, feeling it. Even my daughter felt something one day, and she said something about it when the lady was doing her nails, that she didn't like it. And, you know, she. I said, Gabby, well, let her know that she didn't do what you asked her for. You know, well, listen to this. Okay. I filmed her. I filmed her. I had to. That was the moral of the story. She won't okay. let you know that she going to film. She going to film. Yeah. She ain't going to fight. Yeah. But I was ready to get up and- you know, listen, she came and told me, listen, after I sat there for over an hour, mind you, but my appointment was at 3 o'clock, she had the nerve to tell me, she had the nerve, the nerve to tell me at a distance, I'm sorry, we can't do your nails because uh, you, you have open rules. And none of my wounds are open. You lying. Thank you, Carla. You're lying. <laughs> All right, Q. <laughs> so, 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 so. Wait a <laughs> okay, right. so, so, so. I love she, our so, people, so. but she wanted to let you know. She was gonna film. She and gonna film. <laughs> but in that, but in that, but in that situation, I ain't mad. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to film that. Like, like that wasn't that wasn't the fight. I but, but, what, but I, what I will say a couple things. A few things is that sometimes things here when we have arguments here about how we move about things and cross generational things. I feel like a lot of times dollars be at play on both sides. Uh, I will say this again. A lot of what happened after George Floyd, it's a thing called inciting a riot. And there's people who are embedded by the FBI and other organizations to incite riots. There were people here who were kicking off things and black folks was the face of it. But we weren't the ones that were burning things down. And I think that that's something that has to be told a countless amounts of times. It was people that was coming from out of state. Right. The Proud Boys and other folks that were embedded. Uh, they were the ones that were lighting, uh, burning down the gas stations and some of the stores that we need here. And if we're going to tell the story, we got to tell it the whole way. And I think that's what the elders were upset about. Because when you shutting down the Walgreens, how are those elders going to get their medicine? How are they going to get their food if we can't get cubs? We got another caller. Caller, you filming or you fighting? I'm fighting. I'm Ooh. 60 years and I done been through the fire and I done been through the storm. And anybody that's with me already know. I done taught my family from day one. I'm from Chicago, West Side, K-Town. Talk that talk, West Side, in the building. Been fighting. What the deal is is that it wasn't cell phones. It wasn't none of this, this, the social media and stuff around when we was fighting, when we was fighting for our rights and making sure that our children had food and things like that. King got killed on my birthday. I watched. When I was five years old, I watched the neighborhood burn down around us and all the people was looting and bringing all this stuff to your house. And my grandmother couldn't go and get us a gallon of milk the next day. So here's the deal. Because it's televised, it seems more magnified. Our young people, if your family have not taught you, you should see some of the footage of what really happened to us and how we really was uh, 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 persecuted and everything else for standing up for our rights, which is happening today. So today, if you are teaching your children what has happened in the past so that we cannot repeat it, this is what's going to come out. And Everybody in my family got folding chairs. Come on. Wait, wait, town in the wait building. shout out to Nicole Pacini. I seen her put it on Facebook. She got her some chair earrings. I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to hey, get me some. Hey, we got to get her on the show. <laughs> we do got to get Nicole on the show. Did on my you see it, yeah. She posted on Facebook. She had the earrings. I was like, oh, shoot, we finna go all the way with this, right? Hey, hey but shout out, shout out to the sister from K-Town. I appreciate it. We got another caller. Go yes, ahead, Carla. You do. Okay, so I just want to say, hey, KMOJ, um, like everybody who's been a caller prior to has been spot on, you know. Um, I will say that this young generation, 
um, does not step up or they're just um, oblivious to, like everyone said, what's happened to us prior. And yeah. when you don't have that knowledge, it's hard for you to want to step up and fight or you just don't know who has fought prior to. You know, and like the older women and I'm sure gentlemen have, you know, we know they already fought this fight. That's why we're able to get as far as we've gotten. We have a long way to go, but that's why it's up to the next generation to step up and make sure, like those folks did in Alabama, Facts. fight yeah. to right. let these white folks know we're not going to keep conforming to y'all's ideals. We're past that. That's done. That was done when slavery ended. Okay? Just like the Native Americans can get, you know, all the government's funds, where's ours? Right. You know, all that plays into that. You know, like you guys said, there is a system behind all this that incites riots and makes it, puts our face on the forefront to make like we're the ones doing this and acting a fool. But not all of us are out there doing that. More, mm -hmm. more times than none, we're not the ones out there doing that. But it is up to us to fight. And yes, it's the older folks, they've already fought that fight. Like they said, they have fought that fight. And the ones before them fought a fight for them to be able to get as far as they got. But we got a long way to go. And right it, but it starts by us fighting. And we do need to come together. Right. Well, thank you, yeah. Carla. Young and I want to say this, too. and old generation. So, so, it's not just... Go ahead. So, so I want to say this, too. The difference between... Older generations and current day generations in fighting, if they burned down things and they fought, they had a list of demands afterwards. Nothing changed since the death of George Floyd. A lot of money flooded in. A lot of people got paid. But heterosexual black men are in none of those organizations that got anything. Right? Nothing out of it. Even though I, I know Q, but hold on. Even though a black man got killed. A black man got nothing behind none of this. We We're not the face of anything of any of that. And and, 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 and and matter of fact, most of the people that got the money said they would not work with heterosexual black men. So I just want to make sure I point that out because that's the difference between our elders as well as what we what's happening now. When they fought, they fought with a purpose and a direction. If they burnt it down, they knew they was going to have to build it up, but they had a list of demands. Carla, what's up? Wait, you wait, let me, sip my, let me sip my water. <laughs> let me sip. <laughs> and facts. I, we need a little bell in here. Can we bring a bell like ding? Ding, 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 ding. Okay, go ahead, Carla. Good. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to say that again. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to have to find me another job. But you know what I noticed here? What's that? I noticed that, you know, we as black people, you know, we, we, we talk all day long. We can talk about run our mouths all day long, some of us, right? But you can't pick up a pen and, and, and whip them with an ink pen. All right. You understand what I'm saying? Like I do. That? Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's and that's where I'm at. That's what I do, you know, because you're not going to violate me, you're not going to disrespect me, and you're not going to uh, 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 defamation of character. You won't do that either to me. I don't care who you are, okay, because I'll come for you. And I do it with a pen, and I do it quite well. And what I'm saying is, right is wrong, wrong is wrong. Why we as black people, why we can't, we go everywhere else. But when we get around each other, and like the George Floyd thing, yeah, we did that, right? I was involved in that too. Yep, sure was, okay? Because I feel like they still owe us. Where is our 40 acres and, <laughs> and a meal? <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. Well, let's I mean, money on the table. Let's talk about that. So, so you know, we, 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 so we listen, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can talk about that. But what I would say is, I feel you. It, there's other ways to fight. Some people fight physically. Some people fight with, uh, with the paper and the pen. But my thing is, if you see your brother, your sister out there, you see a situation like that. Because everybody, natural inclination is to protect yourself. But what is it when you see, if I see Q out there getting jumped on, yeah, I might fight for me, right? But I'm going to hop in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight for my brother. And matter of fact, I ain't even got to know Q's name. The way I was raised, if I see somebody black getting jumped on by anybody that's not black, I'm going to jump in physically and intercede. If I see some brothers jumping another brother, I'm still going to try to intercede to help those brothers. I remember my freshman year in high school, we went to this party uh, called Gopher Hall right there on the south side of Chicago, right? The Bloods was beating the uh, brakes off some dudes that me and uh, that I went to school with at North High. I didn't know those brothers from a can of paint. I'm a freshman. They're upperclassmen. We jumped in and we fought, we fought with those cats to help those brothers out. Part of the problem is that people sit around and watch. 
You know what I'm saying? People sit around and watch. So, yeah, you may be brave and you might fight for yourself. And you can even fight for yourself with a pen. The problem we have is a collective thing. And then, once again, once we even start talking about fighting white folks, the first thing we have to do, we got to start talking about why we got to fight with each other. We don't even talk about right, address the fact that the scrap with them. You know? Right, but that's what you just said. That's what they're going to always go back to. Y'all need to focus on this. Y'all need to go focus on that instead of, you know, just the, handling what's right there in front I, of I, them. I got to handle what's in front of me. If I see right. something, Tiff. Listen, you know how I am. I I deal with all kinds of political stuff. Right. But if I see somebody jumping on my sister, I ain't got no time to be thinking about what's going on at the Capitol. This is right here in front of me. I got to deal with this before I can get to that. Yeah, I don't like politics. But that I'm just saying. I don't I, deal with politics. But, but I'm saying we, we, we have to learn how, how, to, how to really, in my opinion, what I saw in Montgomery, and I want to bring it back to that. I saw across generations people who said, hey. We're not taking that. We're standing on this. And by the way, in those videos, those white women were punching on brothers. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure I point that out. I want to make sure I point that out. Those white women were punching on those men, punching on that man and other men until those women got involved and they started beating the brakes off of them. <laughs> I just want to point that out because that's what it takes. Honestly. We have to start being more mindful. Stop watching. Let's learn how to be peacemakers amongst each other. Right? right. We got another caller. You fighting or you filming? Which one is it? <laughs> well, you know, listen. It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be physical. Uh, just like you're talking about the uh, money that came in about George Floyd. Uh, Brother, you sound like you filming. So why are not... I'm I'm fighting, but but I'm 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 telling you that it, with this money, why are we not making it more aware to the people of Minnesota that we got money based on a black man who's heterosexual, uh, getting killed? Why are we not retaliating about that? It's about retaliation. So speak on that. Mm. That's that's a whole different topic. Well, no, no, no. That, that's a, no, I mean, it's a whole different topic. That's a real topic. It's a real topic. Everything that's elevating right now in conversation, there's other. It's all extended from right, something else. Right, right. And, and that's so, what I'm saying. It's a whole different topic because no, no, no. Yeah, no it, that, but it's not a different deep. topic. All of it is deep. Right. All of it is deep. It's just how much of the surface you want to dig into mm. the mm. situation. Because, I want to dance with that one because even even with the and, and yep. Even even with with with, with down in, in Alabama or Mississippi or whatever it, it was at and that situation, it ain't like it just started that day. Right. There's been stuff that's been going on right. there every day. Right. Along with here in the Twin Cities, right. it exists. Yeah. But then the thing is, is when do we do what we need to do in order to make a change in the situation? Right. And then what is it that we need to do in order to make a change? Well, we got to stand on. We got to stand on ten. We got to stand ten toes down and do what's right. And go ahead and answer the brother's question. Wait, and, wait, oh, and then I had a conversation that I. Well, you can answer this question. I wanted to, because I was sitting in this meeting. Are we really? It. We always saying we've been saying we want to change for so long. And for me, this girl said something. She made a statement, and it was like to some sort of is. Will there ever be a change? Are we fighting for something that is just like not well, ever well, well, going well, to happen? Will, it will change. I, I hate that. And once again, and this is you know? what I would say. No disrespect. But this is why you need more men in the room and, and, and seriously, because when y'all voted for Barack Obama, we, we heard it was never going to be a black president. We got one. Yeah, y'all said that was change and that was hope. Now ride with it. We got to get out of this. I, the people that be like, it ain't going to never be a change. You just need to be quiet. No, no, no. I understand. But folks who ask those questions, I be trying to figure out like, yo, what's going on? Because we've already seen certain things that we've we've already done the unthinkable. We are the unthinkable. No other group of human beings have been done the way that we've done and survived and done the magnificent things that we've done. So we've come from. Listen, we you we was in bondage. To the brother's point, let me say this, bro. People have been talking about that as high as possible. The issue is that we as a collective got to start asking why are we in one. Why are we in a room? If I'm in a room full of men talking about money, my question is where are the women at? Why do women go in a room full of women and don't ask where the men are at? We cannot have any rise in our community if we don't have both. And if you are people, I'm sorry, and this is no disrespect to say to nobody, but we're talking about future and families. 
If there's dollars coming into our community, it should be people that's going to reproduce futures and families at that table talking about those dollars. If that's not your thing, you shouldn't be talking about our families and our community. You could talk about your collective community, but you have to also understand that we got to do things for the future. Those things did not take place. And we got to be honest. And one last point, because on a couple Sundays, I've seen people come in here, talk to Al Flowers and talk about equity. These people are talking about gender equity and they're not talking about racial equity. In order to change racial equity, you have to make sure that you're talking about the nuclear family, a man and a woman and children. Until we start marching together hand in hand, brothers with the sisters, sisters with the brothers, not one in front of the other, but side by side, we're going to keep having this problem. Carl, are you fighting or you filming? You got to cut down your radio. They're listening to their radio. Carl, are you there? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to bypass and so, that. And when you were just saying that, also to think about when we having our black men in these rooms and making these decisions, to also stop allowing the people that's overseeing that to identify our black men as being aggressive and they can no longer communicate with them. Facts. They can no longer listen to them Facts. because they feel intimidated. Facts. Or, you know, it's, it's like, what? Like, we Facts. want to have the black men in the Facts. building, but it's like, it's, it's so, you know, and you just said that, like, it's such a setup for, you know, to keep going. Going back down, get back up, going back down. Like, I have been in so many political corporate rooms where, you know, we have a black man in there, yeah. you know, and he's in there. He's doing what he's supposed yeah. to do. He's yeah. he's uh, instructed how he's supposed to be instructed. And then it's also we get these other group of people that will get together and be like, oh, he's too aggressive. Facts. We can't talk to him. Facts. He's intimidating. Facts. And we, But we need these brothers in the room. That's Go right. ahead, caller. Go ahead, caller. You fight Hello. or you film it? Go ahead, caller. You know, that's another part. It's like, okay, so we need to get together, have to have our black brothers the, in the room right. um, and have their back and stop allowing, you know, those things to be said about them to get them out of that position when, they can, but, when but they're Tiff, actually there to make but, a difference. But, but Tiff, think about this. Up until George Floyd and a little bit after, all black men heard was toxic masculinity. If you're a masculine man, that was already telling you you were not wanted. Mm -hmm. How can you tell a man that his mas his masculine self is too much? Mm -hmm. We we did topics on toxic masculinity. Right. Now, here's what's funny. Other groups of men in other ethnic groups never are told that they're too masculine. Never. Right. They're allowed to be themselves. Right. Black men are the only groups, and that's why I was glad to see them. Call are you fighting or you filming? Calling. What did he say? I'm calling. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying are you ahead. fighting or you filming? You just hop on in. You're fighting and you're filming. Which one is it? I'm fighting. Okay. Oh, My name is Charlotte Go ahead and talk to us. You, your name is what? Charlotte Hall. All right. I've been, I been. raised in Minnesota. I was born here. My parents come from Terra, Texas. And when I come up here, we wasn't raised up as being prejudiced. But in my lifetime, I'm 62 years old. I've been in the corporate field for almost 45 years. I'm retired now. And when George Floyd passed, that opened my eyes what was really going on in Minnesota as far as racial profile. Yeah. I remember back in the 70s, on 35th and 3rd, South Minneapolis, this was like 1978, there was a, a fierce riot. We were the only two black families on the block. Old white person called the police on some black people in the car talking about they had robbed their house. Now we teenagers. We sitting out there kicking it. All of a sudden the police just rolled up. Get out the car. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what happened. That neighborhood, we all came together. Right. It was a riot. Yeah. Nowadays, I want the young generation to fight. I've been looking at the news and politics. We got Congress, two black men in there, was fighting for gun rights. Mm -hmm. They took them two brothers through hell before they got their job back. Yeah. And I'm like the sister just said, I don't play politics good. I don't play politics mm -hmm. good either. In corporate world, <laughs> they make us feel like you don't know what you're doing. I've been a director of food service almost 45 years. Well, what's wrong with you today? Why you ain't smiling? What I got to smile for? I'm trying to run this department. Y'all talking about cutting hours. 
You know what I told that white man administrator? I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> so you'd rather sell your soul to the devil to get to the top and don't give a shit about nobody else. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? How they going to make it? Okay, we got to cut you because uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the things we don't uh, encourage is explicit lyrics. And we understand. Lyrics, the words. Point. <laughs> lyrics, words, content, you know, write them down, erase them, whatever the case may be. But one of the things is 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 family orientated. We should be able to sit at the table and have a conversation with each other without getting into explicit lyrics. But then because of and, and I'm understanding because of the situation and what he's talking about, she. I understand the internal side of where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah. And pain is for real. Yeah. And he's in, endured a lifetime she, of it she, she. dealing with was she, he, whichever the case may be. Mm. What what one one of the things is is when it comes like that. It is what it is. But then that's also the other time when I say that you have to have some conversations in front of everybody. And sometimes you have to have conversations where it's nobody but you and who you invited in order to do what you need to have done. And, you know, and I was and I was thinking about, you know, people watching that, you know, we was also trying to get to how we always go to fixing your mental health. You know, after all of this, you know, after George Floyd, you I know. I think that chair was like mentally free. Right, but I was, I was, that's yeah. what I was trying to get to that part. It's like, you know, we talking about the mental health of it. I think everybody, I could speak for myself, that everybody finally was like, like you can exhale because me personally, I thought after George Floyd that there will be a huge difference. You know, I still had that hope and faith. And then now to just see continuously the same events, it's like seemed like it's even got worse than when it happened. And so I think for a lot of people had said, you know, because we always get the inbox and text and all the stuff that it was just like a moment that, you know, and I said it too, that you can breathe. Like it was like, even though it was a violent, you know, they are fighting and stuff physical, but it was also just some relief of of like finally we got our lick back as they will say in these terms today I and i, I was like that, i didn't feel that way i did i, I mean like for me i slept good like i said this is my opinion and i said that I, you know I just you. see people getting whooped on it was just the people together finally saying you. oh you're saying you, oh you're saying that the west yeah, name. yeah okay, i'm just saying you. just to finally see yeah. that you know somebody you know, took care of the business, however it went. Yeah. But it was just like, even, you know, just so encouraged. They saying black people can't swim. And just to see this little boy swim all over there. And, like, he is such an intelligent guy, you know. Yeah. And he was just like, I just did at that moment what was in me. To see, like, a somebody getting, like so, like you said, somebody getting hit yeah. for no reason. Because we ain't, we don't want to talk about that. That first initial hit that, that that white guy did on him was a nice little pow. You know what I mean? But... It was like, and look, he was 56. I think that guy was only like 20-something years old. So that wasn't even like, you know, a fair you Well, know I mean, thing. plus the brother was trying to figure out because, you right. know, the jobs, you can't be scrapping or they'll fire you or whatever. I'm pretty sure he was trying to make a business decision. Uh, but I would say this, you know, for me, what, what, what I felt afterwards, I ain't going to say I felt relief. I was happy that they did, you know, that they got their scrap on. But for me, what I felt like was it was more of an example of how we need to show up. Mm-hmm. And then some examples of how we shouldn't show up. Right, because because we give up hope. And well, I think a lot of us have gave up hope because uh, can you imagine how many people have been in that situation and nobody stood up for them? Well, I'm thinking about you know? people. But, but I, don't, I don't think that everybody giving up a hope. No, the, the, yeah, the, the, the situation with this is it's a one situation. Yeah, right, situation. but I'm saying that no, a no. lot of us have given up hope. Yeah, but but listen to what I'm saying. Is, is that situation right there and even talking about giving up hope. The, the problem is, is that there's a whole lot of us that have been through a whole lot and the stories haven't been told of what one's been through. Mm -hmm. right. So when somebody react in the manner that they do, then there's the judgmental factor of why they did and why they didn't. Because I could tell you some stories with me that most of y'all would be like, what? And, and when you talk about, and you talk about Minnesota and you're talking about racism and all, and that whole aspect of it. And then when you talk about riots and that, it, it's, it's strange to me that, that, that where the, the fourth precinct is in the same place where the the way community center used to be. Mm. That's but but that's history and that's real. But a lot of people that came here later on don't know that. Right. But that same spot was where we were cultured into understanding how to stand up for each other and how to respect each other. And you know and why that station's there, right? Talk to me. It's a symbolism. They're not going to allow you to learn about who you are anymore. Right there, putting that on top of an institution. That used to be about self-defiance, black unity. You put a police station right there. Mm. And that's the part of what I say about Minnesota so much. 
that I've learned to grow and respect is that I'm a, I'm a transplant. I'm from a different place. People come here and don't try to learn the history of here. Yeah. And you got to understand there's some pride. It was some proud fighting black folks. Here. They had so many different businesses of color that was on Plymouth Avenue going all up and down Plymouth Avenue. Yes, sir. Back in the day. When we when we were when I was at, at Lincoln Junior High and we talking about riots and stuff back in the day. Yeah, I'm 64 today. But at the same time, did I lace up? It's an optional choice. You got to either stand up for what you believe in or walk around and believe in nothing. And that's right. where and that's where the problem comes in at is because we systematically have been set and told that we can't think for ourselves. We can't do for ourselves. And I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we hurt ourselves mm-hmm. by listening to somebody else that ain't telling us what we know is the, is the truth. Man, we go by and what we, we, we go by what we hear versus what we see. And and that's it. And that's what I was going to say about the whole part. We go back to the, the call that I called in about. She's saying that she's been in that industry for what she said, 45 years. Yeah. And the hope of is like at this point, like whoever's over her probably more so as probably a white person that they gonna cut her hours not understand her living conditions but you know what at the same day it's gonna happen and nobody's gonna be there well, and that's what i was saying about when we watched that it still felt like oh it is somebody out there that if something happens to me you got my back brother or you got my back sister and i think that's what i was talking about as far as like the whole part oh, it gave us when we saw that like Man, like, it's still people out there, like, we're not going to take this, like we said earlier in the show. Like, we're not going to take this. Okay, if something happens to me, maybe I can be out here and this white supremacy stuff yeah. will not happen because, oh, my brother is not going to film. He going to come up here and fight with me. Right. You know? Yeah, well, I, I can tell you, my homies back in the day, if you was a person on the sideline watching, we whooping on you. So, we ain't play that. So, I'm just saying, listen, man, you know, you got to be in a position, honestly, as a, as a people where we got to start really looking out for each other. That's my main thing. Right. I felt like that's that's the thing that I got from the folks down in the South. And, and this is the one thing I love about the South. <laughs> Black people in the South, they're always doing what you don't expect them to do. Right. And that's the one thing I <laughs> the love secret about weapons. The, that's the one thing. <laughs> what, what, the thing I love about the South the most is that they really... Like, forget about the the movie propaganda that you get about black folks from the South. Right. You got to remember the Deacons for Defense, which was the only civil rights group who didn't lose a member, who Mm -hmm. got in shootouts with the police and the Ku Klux Klan. They were from the South. They were deacons in church. That's why they called Deacons for Defense. And that was a Southern thing. They actually inspired the Black Panthers. I know we give the Panthers a lot of credit. But if the Panthers was as about it as the Deacons were, them brothers from Louisiana, <laughs> Mississippi, Carolina, Alabama, etc., them brothers had no fear. And they had no infiltration by the FBI. So I just want to make sure that we give them Southern folks they love. And I would say from your family up north, we appreciate y'all. And hey, instead of sharing the video, make sure. You go out with that same spirit, and if you see your folks getting into a situation, you intercede. If you at your job and On you see all them, levels. yeah. If you if you at your job and you see them talking about your black coworker about to do them dirty, you right. intercede. All levels. If you at the store and you see them uh, cheating some kids, you intercede. All levels. We have yep. to make sure that we're starting to look doing more and more like us. And those folks who are like us, who sit on the sideline and watch, who say that's just not for me. We got to learn how to let them suffer on their own because those are the people who typically want to sit by and get all the help, get all the attention and suck up all the resources. We got to let them sit on the sideline or whatever them folks want to do. Let them do it. Sometimes you got to let the shark bait swim with the sharks. We got two minutes. Yeah, I'm going to let you guys know. Um, for me, it was a great conversation. Like I said, I was so excited to have this conversation today because I did want to hear what our community had to say. Because um, just of what happened. We could just take that, like you said, not just to just encourage the fighting part. But like Thomas said, make sure when you see something happening, like you you have the courage to step up and say something or step up and get involved with it. You know, because at this at this point, we all we going somewhere and it's like you don't have to be afraid today. Man, listen. Yeah. And and, and, and the one and the one thing that you were wondering is if there will ever be a change. Yeah. Every time you get up. And you put your feet on the ground. That gives you the opportunity to make change and have change. Facts. Oh. Regardless of what you're going through, because we all, every last one of us, is going through something. 
Look for the better side of that side compared to the negative side. Yeah. And then all the content that drops into your mind from what everybody spills into you, you don't have to accept it and make it yours. Let them have what they have. Yeah. That's because because you as an individual have that opportunity on a daily basis to make change. And I think that we can make a change throughout it all if we look at it from a different perspective. Oh, let me say this one point, too. And yes, y'all need to stop showing these fight videos with black folks getting whooped by white people. I swear to goodness. Hey, that, it, that's, that's, that's that, that, that system that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah y'all got to stop showing those videos. It makes people feel comfortable and think that it's okay. I, I swear to God. It, it, y'all have a, yeah, us not. Yeah, <laughs> listen, he like me. Hey, hey y'all, Vic, make y'all, sure y'all like me talking extra. Come on, <laughs> no, man. No, no, no. Hey, I love y'all. Bye. Bye. I love you. We love you. Make sure y'all come down to midday. We having a family fun day for KMOJ. Y'all get down there. We got everything for you. Love y'all. Southside in this place. Come on. <laughs> listening to four opinions the views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff management or board of directors of camo jet